Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, ooh, ooh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, ooh, ooh. we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Anise, Justin, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com, and that's L-E-H-M-A-N-S.com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, singing. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow, singing. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. We first met you and your family. You were our front porch farm stand customers for a couple years. You would buy coffee and some produce and honey from our, off our farm stand. And then um, for about two or three years, we partnered with you, and you were at that time the provision room uh, for workshops here at the Urban Homestead. So maybe tell us about um, yeah, tell us about how you met us, and then maybe your, the provision room and. And then sure. how it morphed into the rest yeah. of <laughs> How it morphed. Our girls volunteered here. Yeah. 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 Your daughters yeah. volunteered here. Yeah, so... Um, the original homestead helped us. Right. <laughs> that, that's right, they were. Um, we actually... So we moved to the area, my husband and I, we moved to the area about 13 years ago for him to work at JPL, um, which was a dream job of his, but we were... We kind of... Uh, stepping stoned our way back to California to be near our family uh, and moving back to California we were we'd come from Maryland by way of Arizona and I was missing farm life mm-hmm. so in Maryland we were surrounded by land and beautiful green things and you didn't have to water the plants <laughs> they just grew <laughs> like magic um, so we came to California, and you know the girls were really, really young. They were one and three, and um, Jordan started working. And uh, it wasn't very long after we'd moved that we heard about the urban homestead. Mm-hmm. And um, the first thing that we thought about coming to you was uh, you guys were hosting a movie night on mm-hmm. bees. I think it was a movie about bees. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, our film and food night too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, we watched those kind of come and go, and we. Mm-hmm. we couldn't quite make it with the one and three year old. Um, <laughs> they were a little squirrely at the time. <laughs> so um, we kind of went along and uh, we did after a while. Um, we kind of opened up the front porch stand. Mm-hmm. That's when we started coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so neat 
but at the same time, I was like the old, uh, can I say it, Mervyn's commercials from California <laughs> way back in the day, where the lady stands out on the other side of the glass door and goes, yeah, open, 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 open. open. <laughs> That's how I felt about you guys. I was like, come on, just let me peek in the back. <laughs> One of many. <laughs> but I finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> you made it through. That's right, that's right. I must have passed a test somewhere. Yes. Right. <laughs> that was a test. We never tell anybody what it is. Keep it secret. Yes. Um, yeah, so, you know, we just kind of got to know you that way. And then, um, I don't know which came first, us teaching here with the provision room or whether the girls started volunteering first. How did the provision get started? I think it might have been you teaching for us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the provision also room... That's right, that's right. So I was a, um, a personal chef for many years uh, in the area. That basically meant that I uh, would go into people's homes and I would make dinners for a, over a two-week period for them. And I'd do all the dishes and put the meals in the refrigerator and, and freezer for them so that they would have dinners. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for a number of years. And um, I really got to know a dear, dear friend of mine, Daja. And um, she and I, what one of us doesn't think of, the other one does. And um, we started kind of dreaming about how we would put a blog together Mm -hmm. about uh, food and family and health, health, yeah, and all the things that we do with homeopathics and tinctures. I think and you had some oils. family um, health, not health issues, like skin issues, and you had, you we went did. through and you started researching into we that. We did. Yeah. Anna, yeah. Anna had some health issues. Um, and yeah, so all of this kind of was congealing, and then we had that windstorm that came through. I don't remember what year it was. It was 2010, I believe. 2010? Yeah. And it knocked power mm-hmm. out for... A long, a long time. time. In, a, in, a, a in, a, in time. Los Angeles? Yeah. It's very, like, really? So we, I mean, in, in where we are, it was out for, like, three days. But I know where Daja was living, it was out for seven days. And in many parts of Pasadena, it was out Probably for a couple weeks. weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that really is what kicked Daja and I in the pants to start the provision room. Because here we were, two families that were prepared for an event like that and it wasn't a kind of a doomsday preparation it was more of a we need to be able to care Take for care our your family. family and and from the perspective of you know if, if a family member gets sick or your husband loses his job or you know the the neighbor needs a hand you had something to offer um so we began the provision room um it was quite a scary windstorm <laughs> it was like Eventually, they were telling people not to call 911 mm-hmm. because the lines were so. They said, "Well, if you don't smell gas and it's not an emergency, please." Don't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was, they were telling you that to stop. It was, it a, was a, a minor. Wi- it was a windstorm. It wasn't earthquake. like you know major disaster. I mean, not to say it wasn't a, a disaster, but it was minor. It was you know, on the scale of natural zero. disasters. Right. And we were it shut down. well, a f- like a world class city, Los mm-hmm. Angeles, mm-hmm. and it just shut down Los Angeles. It was like really, and it was that. Hairline that you could shut down a city. We heard people that said they had their emergency supplies in their garage. Yeah. But it was electric garage door opener. So right. they had our electric stove. They had natural gas, but the electric to light it. And it was like, you don't think about that. You have your supplies in the garage, but you can't get to them because of electric. That's right. Electricity is out. So it was kind of, you know, they're prepared. The power goes out and you can't get to them. Right. So, but you, it really highlighted a lot of issues in the community. 
Yeah. It really did. And yeah, for you, as you had young children and Daja had young children, it kind of puts that mommy instinct. Up. Oh, it really did. Yeah, like, <laughs> how, am I, how would I protect or take care of my family without the basic things we rely on That's in the city? Right. That's right. Um, and, and both of our families, thankfully, were are still um, big campers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we were prepared to cook outdoors. Um, and we were prepared to, you know, we had a generator on uh, at the house, so we could keep the refrigerator and freezer going. Um, there was, yeah, just a lot of things that we had very subtly done as a family that prepared us for this kind of, as you put it, hairline event that mm-hmm. took down a city for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daja and I started the provision room. We started writing out of this place of, if, if we're prepared, but we saw so many other people who weren't prepared for an event like this, maybe we can have a voice in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of steamrolled into Daja and I teaching here at the Urban Homestead. Yeah, so how, let's see if we can remember all the workshops. I know it was fermenting. That's right. We did several of those. Some of those. Those are very popular. Kefir. Yes, kefir and kombucha. Kombucha. And then it was herbs and broth. Cooking yes. with kids. And then cooking with kids. That's right. We did. We did uh, yeah, quite a few. Ones yeah. And then you also, we also got. Oh, the health, the, the loving yourself well. Well, yeah, so we did a lot, and they were very popular, and you're still seeing people to this day who are like, uh, you just told me, you said, oh yeah, I remember this one lady came to one of her classes now for So yeah, it's yeah. a very small community and, and um, things like that. And then you also joined us or partnered. We did the Hobbit Holiday, which your kids oh were involved gosh. in, which was we very did. fun. <laughs> But you have to, Gandalf was pretty amazing. <laughs> I think that Gandalf. was classic. <laughs> that was classic. <laughs> and then Little Homestead in the City. We yeah, did, yeah. Uh, your Ingles. daughter was, uh, was a.k.a. Laura Ingalls. She dressed right. in a bonnet with her braids. So. That's right. And then we did a, a Sukkot uh, event with potluck. Oh and just, gosh, yeah, we did that. Because, you know, faith is also, a the big provision room was an important part of. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so what is the name Provision Room came, came from? Um, it actually came out of a book, and Daj is so much better at remembering the names <laughs> of all the books that we read, um, but it was, it, it was a provision closet. Mm-hmm. I think it was, was it the Five Little Peppers? Five Little Peppers! Yes! yes. That's what it was. <laughs> it was five little peppers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, five little yes. peppers and how they grew. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And so um, we, we came up with the Provision Room. We had run crazy amount of names through our head, trying to, you know, grandma's prepared and all these sorts of just quirky mm-hmm. things. And the provision room really spoke to us because um, of being prepared, but kind of being prepared body, mind, and soul. Mm-hmm. And um, having provisions put up um, in all ways, mm-hmm. you know, and it was kind of this really peaceful thing uh, that Josh and I miss writing for very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she up and moved to Maine to go live the sustainable life. On a yes. farm. On a farm. Oh, always her. her. <laughs> How dare she? How dare she leave us? You know, some days I'm bitter. <laughs> but it's like Just a little. six degrees here. Just a little. <laughs> um, say, hi, Dodger. Uh, yeah, Dodger, we love you. Um, so, yeah, so she, she went and moved to Maine, and that kind of gave us a lull in the, in the programming of the provision mm-hmm. room, if you will. But about the, along the same time frame, my two daughters uh, began volunteering here. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that was such a sweet, sweet experience for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember calling you guys and, and or emailing mm-hmm. and saying, you know, would you consider letting them come? Mm-hmm. Um, and you opened your hearts and your home and your gardens, um, just your lives mm-hmm. to those two girls mm-hmm. um, in a really, really beautiful way that um, I'm a crier. <laughs> I think about it too much. Um, I'll, I'll be like very, that. Very helpful. Um, Jordy, Jordy's a good... <laughs> Uh, mentor. <laughs> I got them in all sorts of good trouble. Yes, <laughs> it was awesome. It was it, it was their turn to, mm-hmm. to get dirty mm-hmm. and to get muddy and mm-hmm. to build things with their hands and um, and it was perfect timing for them. You said it. I think you're. I remember. I think it was. Like the you perfect said it was age. a perfect mm-hmm. timing at that point. That it was a perfect opportunity. And you saw so much before they volunteered and after. It was such a transformation. It was, and mm-hmm. it was just an appreciation of food mm-hmm. and of farming mm-hmm. and of um, kind of a different way yeah. of life, which mm-hmm. here in L.A., to the fact that they could get that experience was such a gift, mm-hmm. for sure. They really uh, took some of it home, the chickens. Yeah, they had chickens. Well, <laughs> the story I remember, you had chickens, but I remember the story when Anais told me, because I, I barely deal with like people on the farm, so I'm always busy, and so it's like, I might have remembered you, but I wasn't really dealing with you, and he's right. told me, oh, we'll bring these two girls over to volunteer, and I think... <laughs> You're doing what? <laughs> yeah, there was, I think the comment <laughs> Annie's told me was, they have animals, and they like animals, but they did not interact with them. Like she says, the, the mother told, you know, if you don't do animals, they don't hold them. They're kind of frightened of them, and I remember thinking, oh, that's not going to work here. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first thing I did was like hand give, give hand Anna a chicken. <laughs> I was just like, hey, it's fine. Here's a chicken. And then yeah. after that, that was over. That was it. It was it. It was over. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember Annie was like, well, they have animals, but they're kind of frightened of them or something. It was yeah. some sort of thing along mm-hmm. the line of that. We had a dog inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a little Yorkie. Mm-hmm. Well, Yorkie. no, but the the reason they were oh. afraid of animals was we had a little animal okay. in the park with mm-hmm. a rather large yeah. dog. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would I would come and pick them up, and they would be covered in mud, <laughs> grinning from ear to ear, and the whole ride home was. And Jordy told me how to do this, and Jordy told me how to do this, and we doctored this, we doctored this. We took the temperature of a chicken and <laughs> cut open a chicken foot, and took out the bumble foot. I'm like, oh, oh the mom gosh. probably was just like, oh, and and talking about, oh, and we have to do it so carefully because otherwise we could get the disease. And I'm like, oh, sweet lord. <laughs> I know. I could. I thought about it. I said, "Wonder what the car rides of like." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they probably just told their mom all poor, sorts of things. Yeah, poor mom and then poor daddy after that. <laughs> like, you did what? You did what now with the what? <laughs> <laughs> and in, in children's terms, it's probably like, yeah, there was gloves, there was icing, but no, we cut open it. Yeah, sawzall, sawzall, chainsaws. I can do anything. Just hand me the hammer. <laughs> Which was hilarious because we really did have some of those conversations because mm-hmm. the girls were so empowered. They were so empowered, especially by you, Jordan, mm-hmm. um, that they could do anything. And I remember this just hilarious transition with the girls and, and their dad of him being like, no, these are my little girls. I must take care of everything. And no, you may not have the hammer. And Anna standing there flat-footed being like, but Dad, give me the hammer. Miss Jordy showed me how to use it. Build a house. <laughs> we did. We built many things. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 And, and Alyssa, Alyssa will kill me for telling you. 
but when we, we did Alyssa's coming of age um, party, which was all around the same period of time, mm-hmm. I remember them volunteering. Um, she was uh, re- refinishing um, her hope chest mm-hmm. with Jordan, and um, so there was a belt sander involved, mm-hmm. and she had really really long hair at that point oh, in time, my. and. It was like, I don't know, two or three days before the party. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had really long yeah, hair. She had really and long, yeah. she had put it up in a ponytail. So it was up and out of the way. Mm-hmm. But she swung it right at the wrong minute. And that belt sander just went. Caught it. Mm-hmm. And I remember <laughs> Jordan and, and, and Alyssa walking in from the garage. And Jordan... <laughs> Deer in headlights look, and Alyssa has this belt sander attached <laughs> to her head, and he's like, um, Christy? Christy? Yes, it is. What are we? And I'm just like, oh, okay. For those that didn't know, Jordan. Not Jordan. <laughs> that's right, yes. We should clarify. We're not doing slang. <laughs> no, that's right. My husband is Jordan, and then we have Jordan. Yes. <laughs> I just want to clarify that. It's quite interesting. But it's a small world. Yeah. It's a small world. It is. But, um, yeah, so it was funny. Mm-hmm. And it, but it, he would have never let her hold that belt sander had she not been, mm-hmm. Daddy, let me do it. Mm-hmm. And then he said, but you should have had your hair up. And the, she did. She did. done all but the right swung, things. But it just swung. But it just swung. She was fine. We only had to cut her a little bit of it out. Mm-hmm. Her hair for the party was still really good. Yeah, so Nobody can tell. Nobody can tell. Did you hear his fighter jet there's a Dodger game. Oh, Dodgers right. are in the World Series. That's what so the yeah, the running cover. They'll probably go through for the. Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, if you hear the war zone in the back, yeah. Dodgers. Dodgers, Dodgers in the World Series. Back to farming. So, tell us, you know, so all right. So that was provision room, and then last year, um, some, something. Well, kind, started, I think it's. Well, no, started before that. So I don't know if you want to get through all that, but. Details, but tell us, Leah, what's germinating for two years? Yeah, it's been germinating. Yeah. So, um, I I have been blessed um, with two very very close friends, mm-hmm. Daja and Teresa. So at the time, Daja was moving away to Maine, and my heart was breaking. Um, I had my other dear friend Teresa moving back from Virginia to California, um, and it was a little healing balm to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the same way, uh, Daja and I were dreaming down one path. Teresa and I had always joked, talked about doing something together. Um, so, um, and in fact, our, our families call us Lucy and Ethel. Um, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that image. It's not going away now. But it's true, right? It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, so, yeah, so we were... Um, we had been talking about various things that we could do, but it always um, it always came back around to feeding people. We wanted to feed people. Uh, I think that comes from being moms. Your love language. It is really, you know, if you if you're hurting, let me bring you some food. Um, I have this really sweet little poster up in my in my kitchen that talks about. Um, it's, it's rather long, but if it's, you know, oh, you're hurting, let me bring you a loaf of bread. Oh, the cat died, here's a cake. You know, and it goes through this whole thing of, of just always food. ministering through food. And um, that's really uh, where we started. Um, 
And I'll get through the messy part first. Um, we found I had an eye on a drama. Uh, right, you gotta you can't start a good story without some drama. <laughs> so um, I there's a little building in our community that I had watched for years and years, just this sweet little thing. And um, we one day Lucy and Ethel found it empty, and. Uh, so began an unraveling of a story where uh, by we found it on a Friday and on a Monday we were meeting with a real estate agent. Uh, within four weeks we were signing a lease to take over that building. Uh, and basically we were going to leverage off of my past experience. So uh, we were going to have a little teaching kitchen where I could continue teaching mm -hmm. my, my classes and, and mm -hmm. teach cooking classes. Mm -hmm. um, we were going to have a commercial kitchen where mm -hmm. I was going to do my personal chef business. So instead of going into people's homes, I was going to kick out of my commercial kitchen, and then um, we were going to have this kind of home deck, home supply kind of store right. in the front, you know, all things home mm -hmm. related. Uh, continuing that theme that Daja and I had started, um, uh, looking through life, looking at life through the lens of your home, and that being the most important place that you can be. So um, after several months and struggles and many a, many a thing and much to do, um, that building kind of fell out, um, and uh, we, we weren't able to keep it. Um, but in the meantime, there was another business that, you know, it's so funny how things are tied. Um, Teresa and I had sat at this little pastry shop in Montrose um, to have tea and pastries so many times. And before that, Dodge and I had sat there. Yeah, you would go there a lot. Um, it was just I think you brought some pastries from them a couple times yeah, too. Yeah, it, you know, it was kind of a place of solace mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. um, I found out that they were going, that they were going to go out of business, and that they were selling their business. Mm -hmm. Do I need to stop? Or no, you're keeping no, you're fine. <laughs> okay. mm -hmm. um, airplanes again. Yeah. Um, so we found out that it was up for sale, and we sat down, Teresa and I, and our the flyover. come a lot I mean we, we talked at that time we talked a lot because I was uh, either you came to the farm stand or you were bringing your yet. farm box and we, yeah. we we were living it with the other <laughs> it's like oh, oh goodness really like, what oh. no yeah. seriously Drama. what <laughs> I was crying on yeah. your shoulder for yeah. sure things that we had thrown out in the background uh, was that we, we wanted to have a mentoring program uh, for uh, disadvantaged youth. And so we started talking about, do we go in for this other business in this other location? And, mm -hmm. and do we just do it? And and the husbands looked at us and they leaned back. I, I remember that we were sitting outside at Teresa's house <laughs> and the guys just leaned back and went, you have to go. Have to do it, and both of us are looking at him, and we're just like, "Are you sure? You know, is this? Yes, you have to do it. You have to keep going." And so we did, um, and we bought that business. Um, and then from the time that we closed on escrow, 
till the time we opened up was about three and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, it was a blessing because we went from an empty shell of a building to a beautiful space with a brand new commercial kitchen. Mm -hmm. And um, basically we had to paint, um, you know, mm -hmm. that, was, that was it. And yeah. it was, it was in a beautiful community of Montrose and better foot traffic, but much, much better foot traffic. And, um, so we opened and, and the funny thing was, is we, you know, we had this kind of business model that we, yeah. we were going to do, but the city and the community said, well, we want you to be a restaurant. Will you be a restaurant? And, and again, I remember the conversation with Teresa and I remember, <laughs> looking at her and, and she looking at me and she goes well you want to be a restaurant that's what, yeah that's three i could see that it <laughs> <laughs> wasn't in the straight, original straight at the straight at the sauce it wasn't in the original business plan. no no it no wasn't. they it the, wasn't. the the city wanted no because i remember i said you opened it no. i was i think you came and you're like yeah we opened the cafe and i said you opened a what <laughs> what now and and i said well why not it, you know, it was it was a dream of mine. It was a dream of mine to own a restaurant. Like, it, and Jordan and I had plans of doing it eventually. You mm -hmm. know, but mm -hmm. I would I'd never dreamed of being the executive chef, and um, I certainly didn't dream of owning a restaurant at this point in my life. Um, but they said, "Would you be a restaurant?" Yeah, why the heck not? Mm -hmm. uh, so we jumped in with both feet, and um, we opened July twenty. July 9th. 2016. 2016, July 9th, 2016. So we're, we're 15 months in. Mm -hmm. um, and then you approached us, um, and one of your, besides you could tell us more of what your signature things are um, that, you, that you specialize in, but one of the things is the edible flowers um, you get from the Urban Homestead and sometimes the, the herbs and the honey. And then most recently you had a farm to table dinner. I think it was your first. Um, and it contained, you know, had featured a lot of the urban homestead produce. Um, yeah, maybe tell us about that and then wh what you did at the, at the farm to table and what you featured. And what I enjoyed about, because you asked us over for the meet, the meet and greet the farmer, which I, I went, it was fun to interact and see the people's faces and the empty plates that came back. There was no food left. And to see them then say, hey, you know, I grew that and talk to them and say, this was the squash before and that's after. It was very, it was really fun. So, um, and, and like I said, one of those, it was nice to be on the other end of the farm to table dinner. Right. <laughs> you were just a rock star. Yeah, I was like to see you going in the back of the kitchen. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then don't forget the next day. Yeah, yeah, next yeah. Day. yeah Okay, well, next day. But yeah, so tell She's us like, what you buy from the, the homestead and then sure. what, what, what's like, well, you Your specialty, yeah. You can say a little bit that, um, if you, if you guys, they need seasonal help around. Yeah, I have yeah. 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 The seasonal thing Yeah, and so we decided us, to help, so yeah. Right. The girls volunteer. <laughs> we turned the volunteers. <laughs> yeah, we turned our volunteer right? services. Um, so, in starting in starting the restaurant, um, we expected that the rest, we would still do the other business model, but the restaurant would be a very small component of what we did. Um, but right from the beginning, we planned that it would be uh, farm to table in its truest sense. Um, we wanted to stay local first, um, organic as much as we could get mm -hmm. our hands on. And um, and we also decided to go completely niche market and go gluten free, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of crazy, but you know, go big or go home. So mm -hmm. that's that's where we were coming from. 
Um, so I knew right away that I wanted to work with you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just knew fundamentally that that's what I wanted to do. Uh, and you know, you eat with your eyes first. Mm-hmm. So the flowers on the plate—that's uh, kind of, I tell everybody—that's my signature mm-hmm. as the executive chef. It's mm-hmm. that flower on the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we started getting those from you guys. Yeah, pretty quickly. Quickly, right yeah, and then when then you know when we're serving it, it's like everybody's oh right, you know that, yeah. that initial. Well, also, the we wanted to get, skip that part is that the bone broth that's in our farm box. Oh program yeah, we will buy that. Was it provision room? Then it went the to two. Yeah, so we're still continuing. Yeah, yeah. It's a partnership. CSA yeah. program, we still carry their broth. Yeah, yeah we're clear, fine. but it was right. Yes. yes. Broth, so uh, there's this kind of this thread. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what is it? Uh, George McDonald's, um, the goblins and Curdy, Curdy and the goblins, mm-hmm. and there's this string of pearls right. that kind of carries through right. from from the very beginning. Um, so yeah, there was just many partnerships, but the the fascinating thing was that. We expected again that the, the cafe would be a very small portion of what we did, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> it grew exponentially overnight, um, and it terrified me. Because <laughs> <laughs> a learning curve, or just a well, learning yeah. freefall. Yeah. Learning freefall. That is a great way to describe yeah. it. There's no curve. <laughs> There's no curve at all. The curve is very gentle. <laughs> it's like a slide. You go wee. You know. <laughs> Bring you into 10, like, 20,000 feet and dump you off. Oh my gosh, yeah. And there's no breath and you're, you don't know how you're going to land with the parachute pull. Um, oh yeah, that's a really, that's really good. Um, so we were desperate for help and, and we only wanted to work with people that we knew, that we knew that had the same kind of ideas and atmosphere. yeah, um, because it's called rest. Mm-hmm. And so there's a particular feeling and there's a particular... Um, experience that we want you to have when you come into the restaurant. So we asked if you guys would be interested mm-hmm. in, in coming mm-hmm. to work there. Yeah. Um, so we were in a financial bind. Yeah. Brought in some extra cash to help us make ends meet during the time. Yeah. And a couple months before Dad died. Yeah. And it came in really mm-hmm. handy. Really that. handy before and after Dad died. Yeah. So it helped yeah, us get through. Yeah, we appreciate the opportunity. Helped yeah. us get yeah. through a lot of tough times. Just you know, seemed you know, family, but then also a paycheck helped. Yeah, so it was beneficial for not only working. Win-win situation. And I don't think I would have, and honestly, I don't think I would have easily jumped to the chance not, you know, having known, because it was like working for family. It's a totally different. It's like, I, you know, people say, oh, you want to go? I was like, yeah, okay. No, so we get offered, like, jobs all the time. Yeah, but, but it was like, yeah, of course. You know, I just feel like, you know, you're family. So it was like, it was like better or worse, family. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to tell what goes behind on the scenes. It's family. It's like, family. And yeah. it's family. Yeah, so names are all that. <laughs> But it was, it was good. Family drama. I'm not, I mean, you know, you have deep faith and we do as well mm-hmm. and I, I would say that not to say anything was like planned or anything but I would God was watching out for us both just mm-hmm. the fact that I you know took the leap into actually working for you at that time which generally was what sustained us for you know some times of transition and I mean the timing without that timing it would have been Cause a it, after that died they closed the bank accounts and then we were scrambling and it was like okay we'd reorganize Incorporate the business, and so and generally, like, my paycheck we was the only thing that was living honest, from our paycheck. There. We were living yeah. as soon as I got the paycheck, it was cash and that was everything. It. That I mean, was it. To be, to be 
be honest. Yeah, so. when, they, when they closed everything, yeah. it was like, okay, yeah. daily bread. They would go work, mm -hmm. and then they bring the, the, the check, cash yeah. it. And then so, I mean, it was just stuff. God God watch out for everything that, you know. The timing. The, even trying times. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. it was. Yeah. And you were in there, there, there to talk and listen to. Yeah, you it was know, good. Not to go into just a workspace and work, but there was right. a. You understood and 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 was sympathetic and yeah. let us and and prayed prayed if needed, you know. Yeah, so, I remember um, when I came back in after you were like, you know, if you need time, take it. Mm -hmm. You're fine, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, really appreciate that, but. That is pretty much the focus of what you do with the restaurant. Is it, you have often said many times that staff meetings is um, ministering yeah, to a, the soul mm, of people, not it's just, just food. It's food, and you know, faith. and it and, it and it applies to the others you have hired as well. And yeah, so let me tell you can tell us about, about a little bit about your ministry that way, which I thought was very yeah. giving to mm -hmm. special. It's a it's a good business mm -hmm. sense of where you're going, yeah. and it's not just business for you. Mm -hmm. It's not. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's probably the, the biggest burden. Mm -hmm. that, not like burden in the sense of I don't want to carry it, but it's, it's the one that weighs on me the most. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, because business is business, and, mm -hmm. and I love cooking for people, but uh, what we do behind the scenes is probably the most important thing that I do. Um, in creating rest, you're right, we, we, we wanted to, to be a place of safety, a place of freedom. Place of soothing the soul uh, in the way that we served our food and the atmosphere that we created. Um, being a person of, of deep faith, that was really important to me. Um, and then in the back of the house, but as each person mm -hmm. has come mm -hmm. has come to us, and, and that's happened very organically. Um, I I have said over and over again that each person that has come to us has come for a reason. Um, has been brought to us. We value each person tremendously. Mm -hmm. um, but back to mentoring, um, we had said that we wanted to be able to mentor youth, and specifically, my heart um, is for uh, kids in the foster care system that are emancipating. Mm -hmm. uh, they turn 18, they emancipate from the system, and in most cases, there's no safety net. Um, they don't have family. They don't have a paycheck. They don't have a way to get to school. Um, you know, a lot of these kids end up homeless or mm -hmm. on drugs or um, no one to co-sign on, like no one to you do know, cars or anything for them yeah. at all. And um, my brother and sister both have worked um, for a, a private home that were, that was catching the ones that was falling that were falling between the cracks, if you will. And so I had learned about this this issue within our society, and LA County is one of the largest um, groups of uh, these young people. And so we had put it out there, and uh, God works in mysterious ways. Our second employee um, was uh, right out of the foster care system. Um, he was somebody uh, I met through a family at our church, and he... Um, he had been fostered by this young couple, and he's was 20, I guess he moved in with them when he was 19, and he um, lived with them while they put him through culinary school. And so he graduated from culinary school, and he was working for another restaurant, and anyway, long story short, he came to work for me part-time, helping hands, 
and um, I fell in love with this big old giant guy. <laughs> I really did. Oh my gosh, I've never been so vulnerable because <laughs> I've loved every single person that has been brought. Um, but he has uh, he's been such a gift, and he's unbelievable. And so you have little mentoring opportunities mm-hmm. because. And it's everything. It's life in general. It's teaching someone about the dignity of the other human being. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's about teaching them that if there's a blemish on the strawberry, mm-hmm. it's still okay. <laughs> you know, it's it's about teaching them that it's okay to open up mm-hmm. and not hide. You know, mm-hmm. um, I said to one of our, our young guys um, the other day, I said, when you come to work, I want all of you. You don't have to try to hide who you are. I want all of you. We're all in a place of struggling. We're all in a place of being vulnerable. I want all of you. So mm-hmm. be yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you have to hide. And so one thing led to another. We ended up with our the next one, the, the <laughs> another, foster brother. Another, another big, then, big, big lovable guy. <laughs> another big lovable <laughs> guy. And then uh, months go by, and we end up with another brother. And, um, like, and, and my brother, they're all from different families. Yes, you know, I know. Um, it's like walking in there. It's like a bunch of... You know, brothers all roughhouse, and it's just like, okay, guys, and stop. there's little old me. <laughs> yeah, you're like mom. <laughs> well, mama bear. Been the most precious thing as a couple of them now call me mom. Yeah. And the first time it happened, it stopped me in my tracks. I didn't, I didn't expect that. I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but we take that mentoring very seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. It's they're turning life. out to be good men. I mean, I was thinking about that recently. I was like, yeah, those are they're the kind of guys I'd call on, like as a brother, to need like if I needed anything. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, I literally. Like, I mean, I enjoy working with them. I mean, they're you know, they're like having one of them a was like, brothers. Could sense that I was a little anxious. This like, week. Do you need a hug? And he's like, do you need a hug? And he gave me a big old bear hug, and it just like. You know, it makes it. They have they have your back, like mm-hmm. brothers kind and of. The, thing. And the other one in the kitchen and his quirky comments and his best budget <laughs> self. <laughs> Gonna miss that guy. It's like, you know, they're just like family. And 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 and, and, and you know, and he was telling. Uh, well, as I was sitting and having lunch with another friend, he was just talking to me, and he's like, "Yeah," I, and something, and I asked him a question, and he's like, "Yeah, I can tell you anything. You know, you're like a sister to me." I was like, "Oh wow, that's." I didn't expect, you know, I don't expect that when you come to work and then you're, you know, then he's like, you know, saying, you know, I can tell you everything. You're like a sister, you know, and it's like, oh, wow. Well, you know, I think that's one of the the strange things in our, in our culture is that, you know, we do really try to hide ourselves Mm -hmm. um, in a, in a, you know, we're sitting here talking, but all of us have our phones yeah. <laughs> that are that are not too far away. They're all off yes. quietly. Um, but you know, we live in that world where technology should be used as a tool, but unfortunately, it's replaced relationships in replaced, a lot yeah. of ways. Mm-hmm. And especially with young people, I mean, they need touch. They need care. They need to be shown what it they is. They need to, to be heard. They need to be heard. I find that more and more. Um, you know, one of one of my favorite things is is calling them into who they are. Mm-hmm. I speak to them about their identity. You know, because the world will tell them mm-hmm. that, you know, you're you're this or you're that or you're something they else. They try to put them in a box. And, and I'm like, no, that's not who you are. Let me tell you who you are, mm-hmm. you know. And and those are my favorite moments as we get to, to mentor. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I really hope that that side of, of what we do grows mm-hmm. tremendously. Yeah, and it was... And it was a special event for having the, the owners, the, the farm to table, and then exactly. interacting with them, and then having 
the owner co-owners you and then the co-owner and your family and her family and the staff come and volunteer next the next day at a Sunday and, and it was <laughs> pretty pretty fun and um, I mean I loved it I hope I think y'all oh loved gosh. it too so and then we had pizza at the end yeah. you guys will really could walk on I know it was, it was like, like two hours like I was sitting there and think wow this is awesome what else can I do <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I think we have a list of that wasn't so bad but I okay so here's here's the real story oh no here's the real story so now on all the time that I've known you guys and mm-hmm. all the years and all the times that I've come and I've taught and I've, and I've sat in the living room and I've been mm-hmm. at the other house and I've done all those things mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday was the first time that I'd been in the garden. And I was like, I'm here, I've arrived. <laughs> so I had to prove myself. Yes. <laughs> so those tomato plants, they are coming down. <laughs> I was not going to be beat. <laughs> no, that's awesome. It was, time, it was a good time of year where the transition between the fall and the summer A lot of, lot of hands stuff. Need so needed. Once this stuff is planted, it's basically watering and picking. Yeah. But I was behind with taxes and behind with some things that I, some of those plants have been down like a month or two ago and then the volunteers like, you know, it's it's not really, you know, that hard to do. I just need the time. Yeah. So when everybody showed up, I was like, I had all the hands. We had all the list and we crossed off everything. Basically. It was, and it was, it was awesome. perfect too because like I said, we treat you guys as family. So it was very, it was just it was a perfect yeah. opportunity. It was relaxing, you know, and we were joking, and we had that relationship already, and so it was quite well, it fun. Like so. First time I could be here to fire Picalo. Yeah, yeah. Again, so it was good, it was good to get the yeah get the rhythm get back. The cobwebs out, but mm-hmm. um, just a little bit of drama <laughs> around. Yeah. Okay. We'll get not going back. Uh, we'll go back to <laughs> back to prepared rest. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I needed was the hardwood. The exactly. Firewood. I, just, there. I right. didn't have. <laughs> I was going to buy it for the winter, but I yeah. just didn't get around to it. Because yeah, no all you needed was mm-hmm. put in some lumber. That's right. And I was just burning pine. And well, yeah, you burning. thought they had the pre-rate and we were just melting. Yeah, cheese. melting cheese. We ended up no big deal. You know I couldn't buy prepared crust. No, I know, but, you know, not... <laughs> <laughs> left to be when it comes to the air I'm thinking yeah, yeah don't get there just but yeah so I mean I don't know if what you heard back from the the kids in there but I don't know if you heard feedback from you know, them but they, they loved it mm-hmm. they loved it they all didn't make it they but the ones that did they mm-hmm. loved it and mm-hmm. you know as as a farm to table restaurant and in, in mentoring and doing the things that we do uh, food matters mm-hmm. and and the people on the other side of food matters and so um, one of the things that I, I hope to purpose us to is, is this volunteering um, and making it a regular thing that we do to, to, for them to experience. Because it's one thing if the produce shows up in the kitchen and it's all beautiful and it's been washed mm-hmm. and shows up in a box and it's ready to be used and just goes in the refrigerator and they haven't done any work. Right. Um, but to get them to come and to smell and mm-hmm. feel and get sweaty and get dirty and, um, and and choke. I mean, it's those kind of team building experiences right. that, that break the barriers down mm-hmm. and allow them to be more their um, uh, authentic selves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's so important that volunteering. And it's so important for my kitchen staff mm-hmm. and my restaurant staff to come and, and do it at a farm. Right. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think that was really incredible. And back to the farm-to-table dinner, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I, I have to say, I, it was a proud moment because I went back and counted. 
and you had, Justin, 17 items on that list that I could use. Yeah. And yeah. out of the 17, I managed to pull off 13 of them. Wow. That's pretty good. <laughs> so that is good. That yeah. menu mm -hmm. was designed mm -hmm. specifically. What was in season um, here at the homestead mm -hmm. locally? That's right. Mm -hmm. So and um, people loved it. It was really delicious. They did. Yeah. And and as you Strawberries said, all the all the food like there was no food that came back into the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And and I just laughed because Anna, my older daughter, was there, and both the girls were there, but Anna was helping me in the front, and and. Um, Twice she went to pick up somebody's dish oh, and yeah, was threatened me. with a, a fork if they didn't get the last bite. I'm not done and I will stab you. <laughs> That's when you know it's good. Right? And then and then I, I actually had to take a couple bowls because they were going to embarrass themselves by licking it. And I said, you know, maybe. We're not that family. We're not that close yet. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. So we have some photographs. I think you're going to put it up on the blog. Mm -hmm. um, and the yeah. little on yeah. Facebook, way. Yeah. 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 for those that are listening, they can actually go and yeah. see it. Yeah, I actually have to post well. up a lot. Actually, I need to do a last <laughs> workshop that <laughs> because it's table. like imagining what yeah. it exactly yeah. looked yeah. like. There's yeah. some yeah. photographs, and, yeah, photos and that's going to go out class, class, tonight yeah. tomorrow. I gotta oh, do that. Because we did this whole the year before, we had a lot of partner tables mm -hmm. here. Yeah, so I know how it was like. Yeah, we sort of scaled back and was nice to get back sort of into. Without the, so much relying on Prepping. us, mm -hmm. yeah, to see, to it's a good point. Do it through it, through it, uh, you guys, and then interact. Yeah. Well, one of the things of, of being a farm, and as you know, being a business, is you can't do it all yourself. So, you, we, uh, <laughs> for us, you know, having been now being a little bit more short staffed than we used to been to used to have been, um, accepting, you know, like more of like the help and that and that was the volunteers was like okay you know opening up a little bit more and saying it's a symbiotic relationship we need people and people need that kind of connection back and forth it's not no man is an island you can't just do it all yourself and mm -hmm. and that's what you know doing the farm to table dinner with you is like okay opening up a little bit more and saying you know let's walk well, a little bit with people well, get back in that mm -hmm. um, we tried to every event every person people work with Worked at a tea shop and stuff like that to pick up tips, how to do things, how not to do things, and stuff like that. So, any, if you would say, 15 months in, did you, what did you learn from businesses, or what's the challenge? Like supply, demand, business. Yeah, what's your most challenging, I guess, and what's your most satisfying? As as a farm to table dinner, I think also telling people the menu changes. Yeah, I think yeah. So I think I think one of our biggest challenges is really educating mm -hmm. our community uh, in this in this type of restaurant uh, because the menu does change. The avocados, <laughs> the mini riots over the avocados. Boy, I thought there was going to be a full blown riot at rest. <laughs> uh, Sorry, the out of season. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what? It, it it was a commitment. If we're going to stay, if we're going to say that we're staying mm -hmm. local, mm -hmm. we must stay local. And when the California avocado season ended, you took them off the menu, off and the people menu. were not happy. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Witnessed it. There was some unrest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry, they're out of season. And one lady at it literally said to me, "But I find them in the supermarket." Right. 
And yeah. I said, I understand, but they're from other countries. Right, right. We have that with the peach cobbler. Mm -hmm. like peaches are in season for this amount of time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Unless you can them. Yeah. Preserving yeah. Right? Yeah. Out of and I, I told her, well, I said, the locally. menu as the owner was committed to doing the local California season as best as we could. Yeah, and you're also committed, another thing that, you know, no, notice working there, you're also committed to the, um, the gluten-free, because of your daughter, um, to have that option and only that option for the pastries. That's right. And, um, and people, that's and it's a challenge. a challenge, number one, and number two, there's not that very many, and number three, not that very many that... So, yeah, you have, um, you said, you know, a lot of gluten-free options, and that's amazing, but tell us a little bit more about your menu. So, the menu changes seasonally, um, and it's only what I like to make, <laughs> other than the pastries, and that's all Teresa, um, and she works for Magic there. But the menu, um, we wanted it to really focus on nourishing our bodies, so it, it kind of runs the gamut in, in types of food. Uh, we have paleo options, uh, we have vegetarian and vegan options. Um, all of the produce is, is local and organic as best we can get it. Um, our, our meats and our poultry are all grass-fed and humanely raised. Um, we have pastured eggs we're really proud of. We work with a small farm. Uh, spent years really cultivating relationship uh, at a farmer's market, so you know, had some access to, mm -hmm. to suppliers. Um, but the menu is is exciting. It's you know it's got some sandwiches on mm -hmm. it. All the sandwiches can be made gluten free. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite sandwich on the menu right now is the Martian. Mm -hmm. um, so my husband works at JPL. Teresa's mm -hmm. husband works at JPL. Mm -hmm. Teresa actually worked at JPL. Mm -hmm. They're all engineers. They mansplain. <laughs> it's a real word. Um, so and he the, <laughs> the, the Martian. And they mansplain. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Martian. What is the Martian? Um, the Martian, okay, so it's in honor of Curiosity, and Curiosity's travels on Mars. Um, Mount Sharp, uh, which is where the uh, Curiosity is currently, um, has various um, layers of ground, and you can see the, the various sediment layers. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was got inspired one day, I wanted something new, and so I took sliced roast roasted beets, um, red beets, and I took and made a uh, goat cheese, cream cheese herb spread. Um, it has lemon in it, so it's really bright. And I paired it with our pastured uh, shredded chicken mm -hmm. on sourdough. And then I finish it with uh, arugula, arugula that's dressed in um, lemon garlic vinaigrette that we mm -hmm. make in-house. Um, it's And then we layer it up so you can mm -hmm. see the different layers. And it's beautiful mm -hmm. and it's soul food mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. um, I heard a term this last weekend and I and I have determined that we're all going to start using it okay. for rest okay. um, it's when somebody we see somebody that comes in mm -hmm. new have you been here before mm -hmm. the first thing we should say to them is we're a scratch kitchen mm -hmm. because that means we make everything we make everything from the mayo yeah. to yeah. all of the Dressings, so when you run out, you have to make it from scratch. Um, yeah. We do the yeah. So if we run out of tuna, we have to make the mayo before we get to the tuna salad. So, but you don't fish for the tuna. <laughs> no, no, not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Give me time. <laughs> I'll find a boat. Um, yeah. So being a scratch kitchen, I think that's what's really unique. And we do bone broth. Um, so uh, our bone broth, we have a bone broth bar, so you can do mix-ins of different flavor profiles. Um, and then we also sell our bone broth by the court mm -hmm. um, in our little shop area. 
Um, the shop is full of uh, things that have a story behind them that either uh, nourish body, mind, or soul. One of, one of the three um, from the inside out. I and you forgot say. the very most important thing, the buttered coffee. <gasps> oh, yeah. yes. So um, we our coffee is um, a... Uh, Papua New Guinea coffee that's roasted locally in Montrose, like three blocks away mm -hmm. from us. Um, you guys carry it at the homestead too. Yeah, you, you actually bought that's it from right. us first and then, That's yeah. right, that's how yeah. I got addicted to it. Uh, thank you, Christina. Um, the other Christina. <laughs> the other Christina. We have a lot yes, of Christinas. from Food Alchemy. Um, she has this amazing coffee that's uh, detoxes and is good for your immune system and is low in acid. And So we, I wanted to use that coffee right from the get-go because it's the only coffee that I drink. And, uh, but then I wanted to do butter coffees. Um, so what that means is we take a little bit of grass-fed butter and we do a pour over, we have a beautiful pour over station that we make each cup of coffee individually and then we blend it with grass-fed butter and MCT oil, which is a supplemental grade of coconut oil. And then our signature maple syrup. And so we do this maple butter that is out of this world. And if you're feeling healthy, then you can have the turmeric paste for the golden coffee. Mm -hmm. um, but our coffees, we're really, really proud of them. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, they're popular. Yeah. They're really good. They're really good. I live on them. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so we do have our other special guest. Nisi's nickname. Yeah. Oh, Nisi's nickname. Yeah. Okay, well, excuse me. For our listeners, there's no such thing as Nisi. Okay, so. sorry. <laughs> on the menu, so in addition to our bone broth bar, we always through the we always offer a soup. Mm -hmm. um, through the summer, we've only offered one, and it's always been a vegan uh, soup. Um, and then in the winter, we add in another another meat based party soup. Yeah. Party soup. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but Anais here uh, started making our soups for us months and months and months ago, and she has, well, I, I have dubbed her, I have knighted her, uh, the soup master, because nobody makes the soup like Anais. There is a sign in the cafe now. There is a sign. I saw it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so okay. When we, when we announce the soup, it is lovingly prepared by the soup master, Anais. <laughs> because you would have argued if we had given yes. you chef titles. Yes. So you we're going to make a like, no, no, no. We're going to make a business card next That's time. right. <laughs> Soup master. Yes. I, I get a kick out of it. Like I said, you know, going in the kitchen, you know, working, either getting suggestions from you or seeing what you have in the fridge and then making the soup for the week and then you know the customers reactions always ask like how'd the soup sell and you're like we're you know we're out, out like by friday and didn't even make the week you know so yes and that was last week i searched for a church local church they wanted four gallons and i think they loved it yeah they took it for the their homeless ministry yeah seriously so lots of outreach but yeah what's the flavors yeah. Um, well, we just yeah seasonal tomato. yeah so like uh, one of the one was the, the roasted trombosino which we brought in a trombosino so people can see it before that was kind of a conversation piece and then the red um, roasted red pepper we just did last week and then this week is both the creamy and potato and um, potato leek leek one and like I said it is they're vegan so the dairy the creaminess of Thanks yeah. to the Vitamix, also, but the, <laughs> the, the creaminess <laughs> is the, is the vegan um, is the cashew um, uh, yes. cream yeah. basically, yeah. and that's that what makes you it. Make. Yeah, so that's, that's right. Yeah. Um, but I think my favorite, my all-time favorite mm -hmm. that you've made, and I, you told me you were like, let's do this, and I went, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, describe the face. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hmm. I pause <laughs> moment. Um, but I I am an absolute believer. I think you got the nickname right after that, which mm-hmm. was the carrot and jalapeno. Yeah. Unreal. Seriously. Like she, we've made that one a couple, couple times. times. Yeah, that, I'm like, that was that popular. Again. That was yes. popular. Because here, hence I brought my expertise from the the, the weekly Sunday dinners. That because that was popular. Was the yeah. carrot jalapeno yeah. people would look. They would look at the menu and they'd they go, "The same face." Stay face. <laughs> but like, just try it. And that was demanded. So but here's the thing: I yeah. worry about it because when I'm working in front of house behind the counter, people say, "What's the soup for the week?" And I'll say, "Carrot jalapeno." And I can see them. And huh. of course, are always anything carrot jalapeno, whatever. Any response for the soup is. Would you like a taste? So that's why I have those little things. Right. So we say we'd like a taste, and then, then you see their face, like, wow, this is good. And I was worried it was, you know, that could be, you know, spicy, but uh, everyone enjoyed it. I didn't think yeah. there was any complaints. So. It's a perfect combination mm-hmm. of sweet and yeah. spicy. Yeah, it's, it's a good soup. Yeah, it so, yeah. So what can you tell us, like, what's coming up? Uh, I know Thanksgiving's coming out. I know we'll There's be another busy. farm dinner busy. coming up yeah. in yeah. January, yeah. and that's announced. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Eating season. Yeah, so it, is, it, is, it is eating season. Yeah. Everybody, loosen your belts. <laughs> yeah, um, so, what's in what's in store for rest? Um, we have Thanksgiving coming up. Last year, we uh, we we made pies mm-hmm. um, for Thanksgiving, and we did Thanksgiving dinners so that um, gluten free. You mm-hmm. could you could take dinner home, mm-hmm. and our pies were gluten free. Um, so we're gonna do that again. Um, we're gonna have a limited number, so people have to order. Um, we ran out and people were really sad showing up the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> we were like, we're out. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> order. I have no idea like... how many hands it took <laughs> to make these pies. Um, in fact, that front case that we have all our pastries in is completely taken over by pies. Yeah. Uh, nothing else will fit. So we have pies coming up. In fact, there's a, the weekend, the Saturday before um, Thanksgiving, we're doing our Thanksgiving sides cooking class, um, which is a unique class. Um, Going back to how I was going to teach, and we still do, mm-hmm. um, and offering cooking classes, but this one is a little different format. Uh, people come and they make all of their Thanksgiving sides for their it's Thanksgiving a, dinner. That they get to take home. And then they take them home. So all their their hard work is done in, in a, a commercial kitchen. kitchen. They don't have to clean up when mm-hmm. they're all done, so that's kind of special. Um, that class sells out fast. Um, so we have that. We have all of our Thanksgiving foods, and then we roll into the holiday season um, after that, and... We're, we haven't quite decided what we're going to do for, for Christmas mm-hmm. yet, but mm-hmm. I know it's something special. Um, and then right after Christmas in January, we have our, uh, our next Second farm-to-table farm dinner. Table dinner. We will give her... January 27th. What, a list of what's in the... That's in the, right. And at that time, and the menu will be announced. That's right. So we'll continue, continue our partnership with you guys. And um, yeah, because since we're wrapping up a little bit, hours passed. Yeah, like well, tell people how to find no, you. Yeah, tell yeah, people right. how to how to find you, and then uh, maybe sh- what you like to share with our listeners, final words and thoughts. So. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah. you can find us in Montrose, California. Uh, our address is twenty four twenty Honolulu Avenue, Montrose. Um, little little small little place. Um, uh, you can. Find us on the on our website at www.restfarmhouseinspired.com. We also have a Facebook presence, Instagram, and Twitter. I've been trying to get better at those. <laughs> Social media is the bane of my existence. <laughs> That's what Jordy's. I can talk <laughs> all day long, but getting it on it's not, it's paper. Not real unless it's on Instagram. Unfortunately, <laughs> businesses live and die it's on true. social media. It's true. 
Um, so that's that's where you can find us. I'm always in the kitchen because I'm the executive chef there. Um, so yeah, that's where you can come see us and talk to us. Uh, what would I say? It's just that I hope I hope to continue on uh, in this unusual path of walking out a real farm to table restaurant and business, but most importantly, walking out the path that is more about the human being, is more about the person sitting at the table and the way that we can serve them and honor them, um, whether it's a customer or uh, a team member or a family member, uh, and that our community grows, because that really is our mission statement, that we grow a community by um, staying local, by working with other small businesses, because if we do that, we can be the change. We can make a difference. Come on, people, let's, let's do, do it. it. So, on that <laughs> note, great. And that was great. <laughs> thank so, you. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Um, really enjoyed having you and, and talking. Thanks um, for the partnership. Yeah, thanks for the partnership. Really blessed to have you in our lives and Sure. All right. So thank you. Till next time. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We've come to the end of this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in again. Until next time, this is Annie, Justin, Jordan. Keep, Keep on growing. Oh, 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 help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Oh, 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 help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. folks, remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback, and if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.